The Bible is the most precious book ever written. In it are words that give light and words that give life. Every single word on every single page has incredible value for us, both in our lives on earth and our lives in heaven. And yet, it's a book that many find difficult to pick up and read, and even more difficult to take to heart. In this podcast series, two pastors from across the country will teach and model a Bible study method to give you tools and confidence as you open your Bible and read for yourself. These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Well, hello and welcome to this Bible study podcast. My name is Pastor Paul Warman. I serve as pastor at Hope Lutheran Church in Tigard, Oregon. Uh, We're a little suburb in the southwest corner of Portland. And I'm uh, Pastor Tim Walsh, the pastor at Grace of God Lutheran out in Dix Hills, New York. That's out here on Long Island in Suffolk County, just off the LIE. Yeah, and and we're really excited to be coming to you um, in a podcast form today. Uh, Tim and I have been friends for like a lot of years, right, Tim? Yeah. Has it been, it's been 10 years, 10 years now. Yeah. Tim and I have traveled the world together. We've gone to South America and, and traveled around for about six months, got to know each other pretty well down there. We ate a Um, lot of weird things together. Yeah. (laughs) Ate a lot of weird things together and, and we got to be, um, be a big part of each other's weddings um, mm-hmm. We got to work a lot of the same jobs too. Um, had the same uh, internship church in Falls Ch- Falls Church, Virginia. Yep. And now we serve uh, congregations, churches that have some really similar qualities. Yeah, very similar in a lot of ways. But uh, it's I'm glad that we're able to do this. Uh, we've been friends for a long time, but now you know, living both of us across the country, you're out there in Portland. I'm here on Long Island. Uh, it's it's tough to stay connected and catch up, you know, with the, the kind of time difference. And so one thing that I'm really hopeful for with this podcast is to just get to hang out with a friend and talk about Jesus and uh, share that with some folks who are going to hopefully benefit from this. And I say hopefully, but we know that they will, right? Because uh, God's Holy Spirit is working through the word that we're going to share here. Yeah. Amen. So a little explanation of what this podcast is going to be about and a little bit about me too, I guess. So I, I grew up um, as the son of a pastor, and I have three older brothers who are pastor, and I have a brother-in-law who is a pastor. I grew up going to Christian grade school, Christian high school, Christian college, seminary. Um, but through all of that, it was still really hard for me to have a, a good, consistent Bible study habit. You know, I tried so many different things. I tried doing stuff with a Bible app. I tried listening to the Bible on my phone. I tried following a year-long Bible plan. I tried buying devotional books, but I never really was able to come up with something that that stuck with me. And it's it's hard. It, it really is hard. I want to relate with you all on that, um, how hard it can be to have a good devotional habit. Um, and that's what this podcast is going to be for. Yeah, I... A lot of the same things you're talking about, Paul, same here. Um, I didn't grow up in a pastor's family, but um, my grandfather was a pastor. I've got uncles, cousins, a lot of people in the ministry. My mom worked for the church when we were growing up. And so I also had those same kind of experiences where I was, as a kid, I knew that the Bible was 
important to be in. I knew that it was important to, to know God's word because that's what the message that I heard in church and it's a true message. But I also, yeah, all the things you're mentioning, listening to the Bible, reading the Bible, using an app, using the physical, whatever, uh, books, this, that, all kinds of devotional methods. And I think maybe part of that is just, I'm a person who needs to shift things up a little bit every now and then, uh, try something new. Other people, they find a method and it just clicks and sticks. You know, I know people who have just been, they read like a chapter or two chapters a day, every day. And that's what they've been doing for years. Uh, you introduced me, Paul, to the, the particular method of Bible study that we're going to look at here in this uh, podcast. And I'm looking forward to getting into that and uh, learning about that from you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Tim. Um, so we're, we're praying, we're hoping that whether you have a good Bible study um, habit already or, or whether you're looking for something that can get you a good Bible study habit, we're praying that this can be a blessing to you. Um, the Bible study method that we're going to be teaching and that we're going to be modeling in this podcast is called the SOAP method. And I know that sounds a little bit silly, but it's actually an acronym. Each letter stands for something. So the S stands for scripture. The O stands for observation. The A is for application. And the P is for prayer. And, and don't worry if you didn't catch all of those. We're going to be repeating um, th- those letters, those things a lot. And we'll be filling in the gaps here. Yeah. And so every episode will do exactly that. We'll work through a small section of one or two chapters of the book of John, the gospel of John. We're both preaching through that uh, in our churches on Sunday mornings. And we're going to go through the soap method that Paul just described, right? We're going to read one small section of that particular chapter. That's our scripture, our S. We're going to talk about the observations we have from it. That's our O. We'll apply it, work it, applying it to our lives. That's A. And then we'll pray on it. We'll, we'll think about these things that God brought out for us from his word as we read it and just pray about those, those themes, those ideas, those thoughts. So if you've, if you've got your Bible there at home or if you've got your phone next to you, you can pull out your Bible app or if you've got your laptop, you can pull up Bible Gateway. Uh, we encourage you to have, have your Bible open or um, have that Bible app ready to go. Um, And also, if you'd like to, you can have a notebook out if you'd like to take notes. Um, I recommend that if you're going to be doing uh, your Bible study on your own here. But if you're like me and you're listening to this podcast while you're out and about, we're really glad Mm -hmm. that you're here. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I like uh, I like to listen to a good podcast on on a walk or as I'm doing the dishes, whatever it might be. And we hope that however you want to do it, this is going to be beneficial for you. Uh, I'm going to take us into what we're reading today then, Paul. So we're looking at... uh, John 1, 1 to 5, the first five verses of the, uh, the book of John here, and I'm reading out of the New International Version. Let me read. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Uh, that's, that's an incredible text. You know, it, it's kind of amazing, Tim. While I was getting ready to preach on this text, I, I read a bunch of Bible commentators, and every single mm-hmm. one of them, I'm not exaggerating, every single one of them had about a page-long explanation talking about how even if they filled their entire book just talking about this prologue and these first few verses, they still won't have said, said anything near describing what John is trying to communicate with us. Um, 
But here, when we start the, with the SOAP method, the way that we begin is with the S, with the scripture. Uh, so here, I'd like to encourage people to look at the individual words and the individual phrases of the text. So Tim, I'll hand this off to you. Is there anything that jumps off the page to you? Are there any words that you want to look up? Um, it's also here that if you've got your journal open, that you can write down verses or phrases that jumped out to you. So Tim, anything that jumped out to you in a big way? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you get right into this text. One of the things that jumps out to me, those first three words, in the beginning. And some of the folks who are listening may very well know this, and some of the folks who are listening may not. So if you go to the very first page of your Bible, and if you're listening and you've got your Bible, maybe even just pause us quick, go and check the op open to the, the very first page of your Bible. That's going to be the book of Genesis, right? Maybe the first page is actually a table of contents for you. Get into the first words of the Bible and check what those first three words are. You know what that's going to be? You're going to see the words in the beginning, right at the beginning of your Bible. So what we're reading here in first or in John one is something about the very beginning of our world. That's where Genesis starts. And what we're reading here is telling us about something. And I'm going to get a little ahead of where I want to be right now. And I'm going to tell you, we're reading about someone who was there at the very beginning of our world's existence. Paul, I'm going to pitch it to you. I think you'll like to run with that thought. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get out of the verse, first verse here, Tim. Um, <laughs> no. Uh -huh. It's just so amazing. You know, John is emphasizing Jesus is God, and God was in the beginning. And Jesus was there with him. There's no time where Jesus was not. Yeah, because um, that's, to draw it out for people too, That this is Jesus, right? As we're talking about the word who was with God, this is Jesus. Uh, this is Jesus Christ before he was born from Mary uh, and came into our world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and the word that jumped out to me, really, it, it follows through with that thought. It's the word word. You know, John says in the beginning was the word. And what does that mean? You know, as a pastor, you get to look at the Greek um, behind the English and, and the Greek behind that the word word is lugus. And that word lugus has so many meanings. It has so much like cultural baggage along with it. It makes me think, it made me think and it made me go study, you know, why is John using this word to name Jesus? Mm -hmm. Why is Jesus named the word? Yeah. And what I think John is doing, he's doing something that's theologically genius here. He, he gave his readers a word that they could grab onto and wrestle with and a word that, that can continue to take on meaning for us as we learn more about Jesus. So what John is doing in this first verse with this one word is he's saying something to us. He, he's saying Jesus is so simple, so beautifully simple that I can describe him with the word word. <laughs> and you know what I mean? And yeah. yet he is so beautifully profound in his love that you'll never really be able to understand how deep it is for you. He's saying again with this one little word, I'm not going to try and sink Jesus essence into the into one word but I'm going to give you a word where you can keep assigning him more and more meaning. Uh, John, at the end of his book, he, he talked mm -hmm. about, you know, if I, if I had written down everything about Jesus and I filled the entire world with books, <laughs> I still wouldn't be able to tell you everything. And I think he's fitting that all into the word word. All right. Mm -hmm. So that, I got a little bit passionate there, Tim. 
I liked it. I liked it a lot. And you're, uh, I, th- I think also we can say to folks, as we're talking about this now, we're kind of moving into, um, from, from scripture first off, well, we're sort of in here already in our observation, right? Uh, what are we thinking about? Exactly. Exactly. What are we thinking about? One of the ways that I think you can really guide observation here, and Paul, this is coming from you, uh, ask the who, what, when, where, why kinds of questions about this text, right? Who's talking? Who's involved? Who's who's this directed towards? What's mm-hmm. happening? When is this taking place? Uh, where is it taking place? Why, right? We talked a little bit out about that kind of a, a when. John, who wrote this, is talking about the foundation of the world, right? He's talking about uh, creation, and he's talking about God. And he's telling us something about this God who created us, right? Paul and I, we're both pastors. Uh, We both believe in God. And I'm assuming that if you are listening to this and you maybe don't consider yourself a Christian yet, right? You're not sure about this whole belief thing. You're wrestling with it. You've got some some thoughts about something else that's out there, a a bigger truth or, or an idea that's that's bigger than us, right? And that's what John is describing here for you. And he's telling you something really, really important about that idea that you're wrestling with right now. How are you going to get to know this, this God, right? So there's a God who created me, right? There's a God who has, has a claim on my life. There's a God who has power beyond what I can understand. Where am I going to find this God? Uh, am, am I going to find this God out in the woods as I'm like strolling around and looking at nature? Or am I going to find this God if I reflect on myself, right? Is this God inside? The title that you, Paul, just exposited so beautifully for us that Jesus gets here, word, tells us something about that God that you're wrestling with, friend. Uh, that God who is out there and that God who you're, you're interested in coming to know speaks, right? That's what a word is. It's, it's communication. Uh, our God is a speaking God. He, he makes himself known. You're going to know our God as you read because the word is God. Hmm. The word is God. <laughs> That's so amazing, Tim. Um, it is crazy. It, yeah. As we move into to the application kind of se- section, the A of, of SOAP, uh, I, I want to continue on with that theme that Jesus is God, the word is God. And I find it helpful to do two things when I'm working to apply a text to my life. I, I, I like to reflect and I like to redirect. So first, I like to reflect with all of you and I'll reflect with you on the Christmas season. Because that's really what we're celebrating um, at Christmas. We're celebrating that Jesus is God and that God became man. Um, I, I got a great story to share with you. Um, it's a story that you heard if you're with us here at Hope. Um, take the story with a grain of salt. This is definitely not inspired history, but this is the story of the original Saint Nick and the significance of the fact that Jesus is God. So um, the original Saint Nick, he lived in the 300s AD. And St. Nick, he, it's true that he was really well known for being generous and especially generous to kids. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to give you a little insight into what he is really famous for, what he really did. Mm-hmm. So 
there's this famous picture that that gets passed down through church history, and this and it's this picture of Saint Nick doing something to a guy who showed up at the Council of Nicaea, and it shows him he he's actually punching a guy in the face with what he's doing. This charitable Saint Nick guy, he got so upset that a guy by the name of Arius was out there saying that there was a time when Jesus was not. He's saying that Jesus wasn't God. And so St. Nick got so upset that instead of giving Christmas gifts at Christmas time, he decked the halls in a little bit different way. I love um, that. That's a great line. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to share that. I'm reflecting on that because it just shows how important it is that yeah. Jesus is God. Mm-hmm. Because if Jesus is not God, then you take the Christ right out of Christianity. Yep. It, it's yeah. so important that Jesus is God, that that Jesus as God came to earth to live for us, to die for us, to rise again. Just reflecting on that and how, how good God is that he gave himself like that for us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's something that we would never have thought if it weren't told to us here in the Bible, that Jesus is God, right? That this, this Jewish carpenter who died is actually the God who created everything, right? And that's, I mean, that's why it's so important. Uh, and it's why these two themes are linked together here for John. Uh, he's telling us one, that we've got to look to what God tells us about himself to know about him. And two, he tells us this, that, that Jesus is God. Because uh, we've got to understand that. Um, we've got to not not understand it in a way that like we've got to, you know, capture it intellectually. But we've got to hear that and understand that it means our salvation. Understand that it, uh, it changes our, our eternities. God came down to earth, uh, let himself be known, made himself known, died for you. And then Rose said, you could be with him forever. Hmm. Can I go off one more time, Tim? Please. Absolutely. <laughs> um, still working on application here. You know, we, we reflect on, on that fact that Jesus is God and how good that is. Now, I, I, wanna, I wanted to give you something to take home today as we redirect maybe some of the ways that we think. We are going to get out of verse one. Um, I'm looking at <laughs> verse four and five here. Yeah. Where, where John says that in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Um, for you and me, Tim, and for everyone listening, I, I want to get real about darkness here for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, darkness is real. I think we're seeing that more and more clearly as time goes on here. Um, and there are dark corners in all of our hearts. Mine too. As, I'm talking about the kind of dark corners where we're hiding the skeletons of our past and our present Um, The things that we don't want anyone to know about, the things that we don't want to come to grips with ourselves, the kind of darkness that, you know, it it forces its way into our perspectives and the way that we think and and it it works its way into the way that we live. Um, You know, I see that happening. It's the kind of darkness I'm talking about. It whispers in our heart, tells us, you know, everything's not okay. You're not enough. The world, your life is heading down a bad path. You know, I think that many, many, many people can relate with that. We know that darkness. But I want to bring you that comfort and, and kind of redirect your heart here today because there is light 
mm-hmm. that that breaks that darkness, utterly breaks that darkness. You know, you think about a flashlight, a bright flashlight that you shine into a corner. It's not as if the darkness fights against the flashlight. The flashlight yeah. wins every time. Jesus is light like that. You know, it's the light that no form of darkness has ever overcome. It's the kind of light that forgives every sin and heals every trauma and gives hope to every kind of brokenness that brings joy into grief. That's Jesus. Exactly. So yeah. if, you're, if you're feeling that kind of darkness in your life, if you can relate with that, please know, please be comforted. Light has not overcome. The dark has not overcome the light. And it never, ever will. Yeah. Let me, let me build on that, Paul. All these things that you're talking about, the darkness, right? The, the, the trials, the hurt, the sadness, the, the, the stupid things we wish we hadn't done, the things that other people did that hurt us. uh, That's God's promise is this, that John's giving to us here. That's not how you're going to know what God thinks about you, right? It, you are not going to learn what God thinks about you from the hurt that you have uh, experienced, right? That's, that's not God punishing you. you you're not going to learn uh, about who God is and what he wants you to know from that darkness, from those, from those dark corners of your closet. You're going to know God from the word, right? You're going to know God from what he tells you about himself. That, that's his promise. Uh, you might learn something about yourself from all those dark corners, and maybe you don't want to know any more about yourself. You're going to learn something probably about other people, about humanity from those dark corners. Maybe you don't really want to know people that much better. Get to know God here, right? This is where God's going to make himself known to you. This is where he's going to give you that comfort, that, that light that you're talking about, Paul. The light shines in the darkness and the mm-hmm. darkness has not overcome it. Never has not, cannot, won't. Yeah. So in, a, in this devotional study, you know, so far we've covered a scripture, we read the scripture, we made some observations about the text, and we, we got pretty excited as pastors over here in applying that text <laughs> to our lives. Uh-huh. Uh, the final part of this SOAP method is that we would close up with, with prayer. Um, and in prayer at home, you know, I encourage you to, to take a moment where you, you kind of turn off, you, you turn your phone on silent, you... Uh, um, you go to a quiet place, maybe you grab your journal and you, and you write down a prayer. Um, you write down the things that this text brought up for you and you, and, and you confess those things to God. And then, and then you acknowledge right there, Lord, I'm so thankful that you have forgiven every single one of those things. Mm-hmm. And then you bring those small, the small things to God. You bring big things to God because you know that he loves to hear your prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. You want me to lead us off with that? Um, just some prayer on the thoughts here that John 1, 1 to 5 uh, bring up for us, the thoughts that God wants us to, to, to be thinking. Yeah, let's, let's pray. Join us at home there. Bow your head, uh, and I'll lead us in a prayer. Heavenly Father, as we get into your word here in John 1, we learn about you. And we learn about you because this is the word, and because the word is God. Right? You're a God who doesn't withdraw, who doesn't stay away from us. You're a God who speaks and communicates. uh, And this is where you're communicating, right? This is where we have confidence and assurance that you are speaking to us. You, You want us to know these things. We have confidence that we know you apart from the circumstances that we find ourselves in in life, the, the, the dumb things that we've done, the, the hurts that other people have caused, 
We know you apart from those things because you came into our world. Uh, Your son Jesus was given for us, to us, uh, in our place to save us. Keep all these things on our hearts, God. Keep keep all this light that you're shedding on our lives shining on us. Keep this truth about who your son is and what he came to do on our hearts as we get into the book of John here. Uh, Keep us reading your word. Keep us in your word. Let it soak into us. Let it nourish us uh, just as you intend for it to do. All these things we pray in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God's blessings to all of you as you as you dive into God's word this week. Um, I'd like to offer a couple of resources to you. Um, so if you'd like, um, anyone who's listening, go head over to hopeintigered.com and you can find our resources there. There you'll find a little video that'll explain the, the SOAP Bible study method even, even more clearly. There's a downloadable PDF that you can keep in your Bible as a bookmark that has all, all kinds of instructions and encouragements for you. Uh, there's also a Spotify podcast that you can listen to in the background. And then you can, uh, you can be checking in for this podcast, um, a new episode coming either on Monday or Tuesday of each week. And same for all my folks out here on Long Island. Uh, check out Hope and Tigard's website. Paul has some wonderful stuff there for you. Check out our website also, graceofgod.info. Uh, check out the resources we have there. Get in touch with me through that. Uh, follow our podcast feed, which is available there on the website. You'll get these. These uh, episodes are going to come out in both Grace of God's and Hope and Tigard's uh, podcast feeds. So you can follow either one or both if you want uh, extra bonus pastor points from us. Uh, and yeah, we pray that you're able to make use of those resources. We pray that we're of some benefit to you, uh, as we too are growing through God's word here. We hope that you grow along with us. Uh, we hope that you join us on this walk through this, this beautiful book, the gospel of John, uh, Paul, thank you for putting this project together. This is Paul's brainchild and I'm excited to, to do this with you. Well, thanks, Tim. Well, we'll see you all next week, and we'll be taking on a a small section of John chapter 2. God's blessings to you. God's blessings, everyone. See you next week.